Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Inshallah continuing with our series titled Illuminated where we are looking at many of the ayat in the Quran that talk about an-nur the concept of light and illumination today we're going to be looking at surah number 65 which is titled surah at-talaq um, surah number 65 and we'll be mainly looking at ayah number 11 but we will be starting at the end of ayah number 10 and then going through ayah number 11 so at the end of ayah number 10, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قَدْ أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكُمْ ذِكْرًا That indeed Allah has revealed to you, to all of you, to the people, a reminder, a remembrance from Allah. قَدْ أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكُمْ ذِكْرًا Allah has revealed a reminder and a remembrance to all of you and that of course refers to the Qur'an. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't stop there. He goes on into ayah number 11, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Rasulan. But He didn't just send a reminder. He didn't just simply send the remembrance. He didn't just simply reveal the Quran. But as we've talked about previously, Rasulan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a messenger. What did that, what was the role of that messenger, what was the task of that messenger, what was the mission of that messenger, that he recites upon you the verses of God, the signs of Allah, that this revelation from Allah, he recites it to you, he explains it to you. And these signs from Allah, these verses from Allah, they are... This word mubayyinat carries two meanings. Number one, they are clear in and of themselves. So if someone studies it, someone reads it, someone contemplates it, they will come to profound realizations. But mubayyinat also means clarifying. That they clarify everything that we see around us. That just like sometimes a person needs a visual aid to be able to see the world. Similarly, the Qur'an is that kind of a spiritual aid for a person to be able to make sense of what's going on around them in the world. Mubayyinat. And once someone engages with the Qur'an, they study the Qur'an, they reflect on the Qur'an, they ponder the Qur'an, they spend time with the Qur'an, and they begin to understand things through the lens of the Qur'an, then Allah says, what happens? لِيُخْرِجَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ First of all, two things happen. Number one, is that realization that we're talking about? That is iman. A person believes. A person has faith. Number two, وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ What does faith do for a person? 
What faith does for a person is faith motivates a person. That realization, that iman, that belief, that faith, that inner change, it pushes a person, it motivates a person. It, it, it catapults that person to action, practice. Now they start doing righteous deeds. Now there's no question, there's no issue, there's no discussion about compulsion. Or do I have to do this? Or do I have to do that? Now a person automatically feels motivated. And then thirdly what happens? Once you combine faith, belief, iman, and then you combine that together with practice, the inside, the internal condition and the external practice begin to now align. What happens now? that person is moving from the darkness and into the light. And that's been the theme that we've been studying all month long. That how do you go from the darkness to the light? Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that number one, we have to engage with the Qur'an. Number two, we have to look very closely at the example of the Prophet ﷺ. And we have to study these two things. It's not, just to, it's not enough to just know that they're, they're out there we have to actually engage with them. We have to study them. We have to reflect upon the Qur'an and the life of the Prophet Once you do that, once you meaningfully engage with it, that iman will now automatically ignite within the heart. And now that practice of Islam that we, that is, that is you know, such a conundrum for so many people, that will just become an automatic thing. That'll just, that motivation will come from the inside. And that is when a person now has exited the darkness and is now living in the light. And now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَمَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ وَيَعْمَلْ صَالِحًا This is very interesting. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks in what we call kind of the conditional statement. Whosoever believes in Allah وَيَعْمَلْ صَالِحًا And does good. What kind of good? How much good? Allah says, Salihan. Any amount of good, any kind of good, anything that fits the definition of good. What's being emphasized here is that Allah is interested, Allah is looking at, Allah has tasked us with sincerity, genuineness. Sincerity. That we are sometimes so preoccupied and obsessed. And we, we live in a culture, we live in this kind of moment, this culture uh, where there is a constant obsession with quantity. Right? Everything is numbers. We're always counting, we're always measuring, we're always keeping track of things. Right? It's It's... It's a time that is just obsessed. Uh, and this is not a new thing. Allah said, Alhaqum takathur. Right? That this is part of the human condition. Human beings, they like to count. And so Allah said, Alhaqum takathur. This has always been your distraction. You're always counting and trying to see who's got more. Right? Allah says, Watafakhurun bainakum wa takathurun bil amwali walawlaad. Tafakhurun bainakum wa takathurun fil amwali walawlaad. That Allah says the life of this world, 
That's the problem of how you live in the life of this world is you're always trying to one-up each other and you're always constantly just counting. Counting. How much money you have, how many people you got. And so quantity is this problematic thing that human beings struggle with. And Allah wants from us quality. It's never been about quantity. It's always been about the quality. So much so that the essence of our religion, the Qur'an in multiple places tells us, the essence of our religion is ikhlas. Mukhlisina lahu din. Mukhlisan lahu dini. Right? That's why, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ It's called Surah Al-Ikhlas. The Prophet said, دَخَلَ الْجَنَّةَ وَمَا سَجَدَ لِلَّهِ سَجْدَ a man went to paradise and he never did a single sajda to Allah. But he was genuine and real in his faith. So that's why Allah says, وَمَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ Whosoever will believe in Allah, وَيَعْمَلْ صَالِحًا And will do good. Without any stipulation of quantity or type or anything. Just do good. Allah says, what is the reward? I told you this is a conditional statement. So what's the outcome? What's the reward? What's the consequence? Allah says, يُدْخِلْهُ jannatin." Allah will enter that person into the gardens. Plural. The gardens of paradise. تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِيَ الْأَنْهَارِ Rivers and streams flowing from beneath these gardens. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا They will reside therein for all of eternity. Forever and ever and ever and ever. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concludes by saying, قَدْ أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ لَهُ رِزْقًا That Allah will provide a most beautiful provision, sustenance, a life, the most amazing life, the most beautiful life Allah will provide for them. Where a zujaj one of the commentators on the Quran, he says, رَزَقَهُ اللَّهُ الْجَنَّةِ That Allah will give that person the paradise, such a paradise that its blessings and its pleasures never cease. And in another uh, tafsir, it's mentioned that قَدْ أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ لَهُ رِزْقًا That somebody who believes in Allah and strives to do the best that they can, Allah will provide them with a beautiful Provision and what is that beautiful provision? What Allah, the dua that Allah taught us in the Quran. Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana. That Allah will give them a life in this world that will be beautiful and remarkable. One that is devout, one that is dedicated to Allah, one that is committed to the obedience and the worship of Allah. And in the life of the hereafter, of course, Allah will grant them the eternal bliss and happiness and abode of paradise, the life of the hereafter, and Allah will spare them from the punishment of the hellfire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among such people. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi, subhanakallahumma bihamdik, nashhadu alla ilaha illa anta, nasaghfiruka wa natawwilik. Inshallah, um, just a quick reminder and announcement, inshallah, that um, as we have uh, entered into uh, the last 10 nights uh, of the month of Ramadan, so that comes with a couple of things. One of the things that that comes with is, it's a profound sunnah, a great sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ to practice what is called i'tikaf. I'tikaf is to um, 
kind of sequester oneself, confine oneself to staying in the masjid. So here in the masjid, if you see just, you know, uh, obviously you can see back there this kind of giant area kind of blocked off. Uh, that is because of the, you know, sisters that are doing i'tikaf. Similarly, if you see some stuff here in the back in the corner, uh, then that is... Um, well, the brothers are doing i'tikaf, but that's more so because the brothers are messy. Um, <laughs> one has nothing to do with the other. All right. So, uh, um, but anyways, so we do have the i'tikaf going on. So, um, just bringing that to your attention, that should cause not that should not cause anyone any kind of inconvenience. Or, you know, of course, uh, all the programs will be continuing. And please do keep coming through and joining us for all the programs and all the prayers, inshallah. Just letting you know and bringing that to your attention. The second thing with the uh, begin of the la uh, with the beginning of the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan, al Ashur al min Shahri Ramadan, uh, we are going to be having a special last ten nights program uh, here at the Masjid, inshallah. So every night, starting at midnight, uh, we will have uh, a session titled "Forgiveness," uh, "Forgiven," excuse me. And um, what that will focus on is stories of forgiveness from the life of the Prophet from the life of the companions, and from the life of the pious and the righteous. That emphasizes really the mercy and the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it will be a very interactive, reflective session, inshallah. So that will be every night with myself and Ustad Abdurrahman uh, and other uh, instructors as well. And then after that session is complete, around 1 o'clock, we will then be having nightly prayers, about 4 rak'ahs, for about 30 minutes or so, inshallah, so that there's some qiyamul layl as well. For those who would like to pray a little extra during the last nights, we'll be facilitating that. And that will be led by many of our uh, students here at Qalam at the seminary. Um, so they'll be leading those prayers for us. So just wanted to bring that program to your attention. Uh, and we hope to see you. And also let others know as well. Wa jazakum Allah khairan wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.